The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Experience. Get ready for college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 192. This goes out to PTF4455, uh, if that if that's your real name, um, who gave us a very nice review via Apple Podcasts. Um, he mentioned that he enjoys my ad reads, and if uh, and, and I mentioned apparently in a previous episode, if you do mention that uh, in, in the review, I will give you a shout out. So I'm a man of my word. Um, you mentioned my legendary ad reads. So this episode is dedicated to PTF4455. And if you're in our uh, SG sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord, uh, let me know who you are or, or get in there now. Uh, become part, part of the squad. All right. Um, who does a legendary ad reads here? It would be Jeff Chalks Fox, myself, one of your, your hosts on this year podcast. Um, I'm the setup man on, on these episodes, Dana White contender series, because I have a, a, an apparent expert, um, in the co-chair with me until uh, he wasn't an expert until last week. We have to briefly talk about last week and, um, and see what his excuses are. Um, let's bring him in right now. I think I have said enough to, to, um, to tee him up here. He used to be Gumby God. He's been down graded to Gumby, at least for this week. It's Daniel Breland. Yeah. So I can, I can earn it back after this one, but I, I'll give you a quick rundown of, of what I kind of thought happened in each of these fights. So we, we got the contract in the knockout for Esteban Rivivix. Uh He knocked yes. out Thomas Paul exactly the way that we thought in the main event. In the co-main event, uh, we got Claudio Ribeiro, who I picked against. I took Ivan Venezuela. Um, instead, Ribeiro has some of the sloppiest looking striking I've ever seen, uh, which is why I wouldn't pick him to win. He's got good power, but sloppy striking. And Valenzuela decided that the best thing to do with a guy who has wide sloppy punches is to mistime a spinning back fist uh, and sprint right into chaos um, instead of just picking the terrible striker apart. So like, you know, low fight IQ from Ivan Venezuela there and, you know, a good punch from Ribeiro. But I don't think he'd land that if anybody actually squared up auto fade as soon as he's in the UFC. Jose Johnson added some wrestling. Um, that was a big piece for him. Um, so he beat Jack Cartwright on me. And mostly just because like his wrestling has gotten quite a bit better and his grappling has gotten quite a bit better. Um, I got a split between Haley Cowan and Claudio Lecce. Um, and, in you know, that was a tight one anyway. Uh, I thought Lecce should have shot a takedown early in round three to win that fight. And she didn't. Um, so Cowan winds up winning that one. And in the first fight, uh, I know Nazim Sadikov looked amazing against Hassanzada, but I think largely it was just that spinning back kick that touched Hassanzada in like the first second. And he was never himself again. Like we never got a chance to see him like find his rhythm because he was like hurt immediately. And, you know, obviously, you know, props to Sadikov for hurting him immediately. But, um, you know, when you're breaking down these fights, you're trying to pick the person who you think is more skilled. Um, and you know, like I'm, I'm not sure being hurt three seconds into the fight with like a spinning back kick that happened to land flush, 
uh, is an indication that you're less skilled. So, um, you know, a couple of like, you know, nice developments like Haley Cowan looked a little bit better on her feet than I thought she would. Jose Johnson on the ground. Uh, and then just like a couple of people stinging guys early um, that that made me have a pretty rough night. Haley Cowan has it apparently, Dan. So she's got that going for her. Yeah, I don't. That it factor. <laughs> I mean, I th- she is she is charming on the mic. I, I think that's the big piece for her, right? Is that like she she says all the right things when they asked her about the win and whether or not she thinks she earned a contract. She like also advocated for Claudio Lecce to get a contract. Like you know, like well done. Yeah, that's that's how you 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 spin yeah. it around. She's kind of kind of has that girl next door look if you live beside a gym with with a bunch of jack jack people in it, but. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I don't I, I don't uh, I don't know about her in the UFC, though, at this point. But it's women's see. Bantamweight. Yeah, she'd beat Yanan Wu. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, well, we just caught her last episode, Dan, That's so right. she That's is no did. longer Sorry. with us. Sorry about that. So Gumby went one Gumby went one and four, lost $371. So on the year, 10 and nine. This is very un-Gumby like uh, he's down 353 bucks. Is there still time? This is week five. We're halfway there. Almost. Well, plenty of time. All right. Plenty of time. But the good thing is uh, all our awesome gens in the Discord uh, pick up the Gumby Spirits on the night. That they're still riding, they're still rider guy, rider guy, rider die, uh, Gumby, Gumby guys. Um, so if if you need to pick me up, head into the sportsgamblingpodcast.com/discord as well, and everyone in there will give you a pick me up. Um, hopefully that is not needed this week. Fresh week. Like I said, week five is rolling around. Um, everyone loves contender series. They want those winning picks. So uh, Gummy is going to bring it to them this week. Uh, thoughts on the, before we, we hop into the picks, thoughts on this week's uh, crop of talent. Uh, interesting, in, interesting crop of talent because uh, there, there are a bunch of guys who I think would be uh, better suited to take it to the floor. Um, and as we know on contender series, sometimes that doesn't happen. Uh, so that makes this kind of a weird fight. Uh, but I, I guess we'll see, you know, just what they come out doing. Um, and, Ultimately, like a lot of talent here, though, um, in in a few of them in divisions where they need fighters. Yeah, it's a bunch of light, lighter weight fighters, uh, male and females. And then a couple. I don't know if they're chunky guys. Are they chunky guys at the top? They're, Heavy they're, they're chunky. I haven't they're, checked they're, out their bods. Uh, I, I think oh, Park, yeah. Parkin, Parkin is probably more of a chunky guy. Um, ne- Nevish, he's bordering on that. Yeah. OK, we we uh, will hop into it soon. We have so many awesome sponsors now. Let, let me tell you about some of our sponsors first before we get you uh, um, some winning winning picks. And the first place actually is a place you can take our winning picks to and and make uh, turn our winning picks or Dan's winning picks. Sorry, I keep saying our. I'm not making picks here. Even though if I just picked chalk last week, I would have kicked your ass, right? Uh, it depends on when you're talking about chalk, though. It's true. Everything's swap. Yeah, that's another thing with our pod. Dan picked four out of five underdogs last week, and then. What when fight time rolled around, they were all favorites. Is that right? Uh, one of them made it to pick them, and two of them turned into favorites. One was still a dog. Okay, it just shows the power of the pod and the power of our Discord because everyone follows the Gumby God. See, you're moving lines, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> some somebody tried you're to losing, tell me that. But you're moving lines. Somebody tried to tell me that in the Discord. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think. It. And he was like, Let me gas you up. <laughs> You need you need this, Dan. Um, you're losing, but you're moving lines. So, all right. If you want to win at Win, let me tell you about Win Bet. Thinking of joining Win Bet now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, 
You have to check out Win to Bet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, Win Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Win also just released their first quarterback with five touchdowns prop bets. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. So they know, oh, yes, so they know that we are the degens that sent you degens over there. So once again, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. To claim your free bet today, offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And let me tell you about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire so they know that we're, like I said, we're the gens that sent you. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And finally, let me tell you about Run Your Pool RYP in the house. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. Us good people at SGPN have teamed up with RYP, Run Your Pool, to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. You get $500 cash out of Gumby's pay and $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store. To the winner, you definitely want to get in the store. There's uh, MMA gambling podcast shirts. There's specific Gumby shirts in there. For some reason, the shirts for him, not for me, but whatever. I'm just a setup man. I've been told. Um, anyhow, it's at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store or, or win this contest and you can get some Gumby's money. Plus, you can get a gift card to the store. All right. If you're playing Survivor Gumby, who are you picking first week? NFL Survivor. Oh, I didn't Who's even look. At, I team? didn't even look at the week one schedule. schedule. No, no. I, so I, 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 I always, I always pick like somebody to beat up one of the terrible teams in the league. I, I'm never yeah. one of the ones who's like, you know, just riding a, a super favorite. So like, no. I, I, I don't know who, whoever the Lions are playing, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first, the first few weeks are kind of tough because you, you want to kind of. Oh no, the Lions out. are playing the. The Lions are playing the Eagles. Don't don't pick that because oh, the, no. the Eagles could lose to anybody. Um, yeah. So maybe maybe we'll go the Ravens over the Jets. Let's say the Ravens there you over go. the Jets. There you go. Yeah, it, it's kind of like I said, the first few weeks, you kind of got to get a feel for uh, how the teams are this year. So anyhow, get in there. Get in our game. So here, here's what you do. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Thank you to all of our sponsors in that block more, more on them later all right let's get into this fight card as everyone knows everyone in the know uh, knows it goes down tuesday night that's why it's called is it still called dana white's tuesday night contender series or is it just called dana white's contender series i think they got rid of the tuesday night part the possibly. tuesday night's still in the logo yeah yeah but they don't ever really call it that i don't think but you know it's on Tuesday night, everyone you could call it that if they wanted to 8 p.m eastern is the start time it goes from usc apex always Five fights. This is to me. This is uh, perfect. I, I don't need five hours of fights. Um, five fights is perfect. Um, anyhow, maybe that's just because it causes more fights, causes more work for me. But with strawweights, Denise Gomes or Gomez probably versus Heyan Amanda. 
uh, Superfan John wanted me to say Hey Ann. Is it actually Hey Ann? Is it? I actually don't or, know. Or she to, be, to be completely honest, because most of Hi-Ann. the footage, most of the footage that exists on here, and I did have to do like a little bit of research. Most of it comes from like Ho Dunk Promotions, where you can't really hear the announcers on the videos anyway. So like. Yeah, I, I can't tell you with faith that I know that it's Hey Ann, but we're definitely going to say it that way. <laughs> hey, hey Ann. All right, Hey Ann, Amanda, but really her name's Hey Ann, I don't know, Da Supplin, probably, Da Silva, Da Souza, Da Dos Santos. But then, yeah, I think she goes by Hey Ann, Amanda, or she does now. Let's tell you about her. She's 11-5, two knockouts, seven submissions. She's been knocked out once. She's won four straight fights all via finish. She used to fight up at flyweight. She's got three inches of reach on Gomez, plus 170 on her. Gomez or Gomes? Is it Gomez or Gomes? I think it's Gomes, to be honest. It's it's Gomes then. It's Hey Ann and it's Gomes. We have decided. She's five and one. Gomes, that would be with four knockouts. She's lost once via knockout. She's won five straight fights after being knocked out in her debut as a professional. She won her last fight via TKO in Invicta. So that's impressive. Used to fight at flyweight as well. She's four years younger than Amanda. Got an inch of height on her, minus two ten. So tell me about these gals, Dan. So first of all, I'm going to, I'm going to start here and and people might be shocked after last week. I'm going to start here by taking another dog. Um, mostly because you haven't learned yet. No, mostly because like, I don't really like Denise Gomes and I don't really understand why she's a favorite here. Um, because if you look at her last fight, she fought, I I don't know. Do you remember Milana Dodavia? She, she She was in the UFC for a snippet, um, a very short while. Um, and, and she wasn't particularly all that good. She, I, I think she won her first fight, uh, and then proceeded to lose like three or four in a row and got canned and, you know, like maybe to some lower level competition, but Denise Gomes fought her in her last fight for Invicta. She wound up winning with like, uh, just like overwhelming punches in the, the third round, but it was largely after Dudeva like absolutely gassed herself out. Like early in the fight, Dudeva grabbed a single leg. And just like the easiest takedown you've ever seen in your whole life, immediately sliced through her guard, wound up in mount and just like rain down punches for like three minutes. Couldn't get the stoppage, but like, you know, just dominated her, just like made her look awful on the mat. And then Tadeva was largely tired and like Gomes like took over and she's fighting this. This woman ran Amanda is how she's chosen to come. Who's fought really awful. Hey, Ann. Com- hey, hey, sorry. Hey, Ann. Um, She's fought really awful competition in her last four fights. Hey, uh, hey, comma, Anne. Hey, yeah, that's where you can name the episode. Um, but hey, and Amanda has fought terrible competition in her yep. last four fights. Already on it. Her her last four fights, uh, her opponents are zero and six, uh, which is bad. So a lot of people I think saw that and are like, well, you know, she's just arm barring like shitty opponents. But she actually fought this girl Alexia Thanara who's in LFA right now and is seven in one and is like a highly touted prospect in her own right. Um, she, she fought her and lost, but like had her on the brink with her jujitsu with like a couple of arm bars and with some good top pressure. And so like, I think she's the right kind of grappler to beat up Denise Gomes and to take advantage of it. And like, because she has all the submissions too, like Gomes survived on Dodeva. I don't think she's going to survive on Amanda. So I, I think, and Amanda is probably going to nab a submission here um, after she gets her to the mat. I, I like the dog play here. Hey, comma, Anne is the pick. All right. Let's see if Gummy's um, going to go crazy with the dogs again this week. Uh, um, we're moving to the male side. We're moving up 20 pounds. 
that will make it featherweight. Josh Wang Kim versus Cameron Seaman. Is it Seaman? Seaman. 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 Is it Seaman? It's Seaman, I believe. But so I, it's like I could you, be wrong. you have to have a speech impediment to say it? Yes, correct. Seaman. All right. So I'm not making fun of people with speech impediments. Just to be clear. All right. Seaman is 5-0. and oh. That's impressive. Three knockouts, one submission. He's a regional champion. He's eight years younger than Wang Kim. Not Wang Chung. Wang Kim, plus 215. Wang Kim, five and one. Two knockouts, two submissions. Never been finished in a fight. He's won one straight fight. That'll get you on Contender Series. He won that fight via submission. Used to fight up at... Used to fight at... Oh, sorry. This one's Bantamweight. Excuse me. Used to fight at Featherweight. Um, What else can I tell you about him? One more thing I think I can tell you about him. He's an inch taller than Simon. Minus 275 on Wang Kim. Yeah, so first of all, for Wang Kim, you know, you mentioned he's on a one-fight winning streak. The other, mm-hmm. uh, the only loss he has on his record, uh, and the only thing that stops this from being, if you count his amateur career, the only thing that stops this from being a 14-fight winning streak is the fact that he landed an illegal elbow and got DQ'd uh, in an LFA Cheater, fight. cheater, cheater. Um, and, and a fight I, I largely think he was winning anyway against a pretty damn good opponent. Um, so here's the thing about Josh Wayne Kim. Very interesting. Uh, karate stance kind of guy. Really wide stance. Flicks out kicks really nicely. Um, but actually, I, I like his wrestling and his jujitsu better. The only, like, big downfall in his jujitsu is that he's, like, risky. Like, if he's got the back, you know, if the back is showing, he's going to try to take it. Whether or not he has, like, the positions of the hooks or stuff like that. And sometimes he falls off the top. But, like, so Iman is, is, like, a sloppier striker than Wang Kim is. Uh, and in addition to that, he, like, relies heavily on his grappling. And I just don't think that's, like, a good plan against somebody who ultimately I think is probably a better grappler. So I, I think Wang Kim, the only the only places where he could lose this fight, I would say, are uh, if he gets too crazy with his grappling and winds up in some bad positions. Or... Uh, if he's just not aggressive enough, because sometimes he's really patient, as you see with a lot of guys in those karate stances. But I think Simon brings the fight to him enough that, like, he's going to take advantage of him anyway. Uh, and he's got good counters. So I'm I'm going to go with Wang Kim here. Yeah, you, you were saying he's interesting. I thought you were going to say he's, like, a good conversationalist, but it's his stance is interesting. He's not an interesting yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he's, like, interesting in a way that, like, a lot of times you see guys with karate stances, right? Those like big wide or uh, wonder boy light on his feet, like bouncing in and out kind of guy. But like, then you don't usually follow that up by saying, and he's got really aggressive jujitsu on the ground. Like that's a weird combination to have in a fighter. Um, but like, he, he's a lot of fun to watch. He, he's perfect for contender series. All right. Well, you find him interesting. Uh, do you want to go on a second date, Dan? We'll pay for it if you do. Uh, I mean, like he can he can come on a uh, if he wins, I'd I'd love to see him for another breakdown. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, all right. Um, should I tell you about? Yeah, let's tell you about Sleeper. Uh, don't want to sleep on these ads here. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. The SGPN gang use it for theirs, along with four million other users. Congratulations, Sleeper, on that. And now. You can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over slash under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere a few times over 20 times the money you put in. And with the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests or I can maybe find buddies there and play together. 
It's a building group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it up together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper Now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. They're so generous. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Let's tell you about Trade Coffee next. Trade Coffee has a it's expert taste of coffee, first of all, in case you didn't know about that. It's got a first match guarantee as well. I'll trade so confident that they'll match you right the first time with the coffee. Perfect for you. They'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. Because the truth is what I like and what you like could be totally different. You'll like a selection of specific coffees that are different from anyone else's tastes. All you got to do is answer a couple of questions and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like. No gimmicks. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. It's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love as drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. All right. I told you about Sleeper. Make sure I didn't miss anything. Run your pool, I did. Odds trader, yes. Win, yes. All right, we're good. Um, let's get into some more winning picks, shall we? Uh, let's drop down a weight class to flyweights. Still on the male side. Not a lot of. Is there more female fights coming up, or is this just going to be a mostly male season of Um, I know, I know of at least one more that's coming, but I, I will be honest, I don't remember because Maria Silva is fighting. I remember seeing. So I know there's at least one, but I don't know how many. Okay. Thank you, Contender Series expert. Ugh. All right. Uh, flyweights. Arison Ferreira. I am the pronunciation expert here. Versus Jesus Santos Aguiar. There you go. Flyweights. How's that, Dan? Good? No. Both, got both of them wrong. <laughs> Perfect. People <laughs> will enjoy it then. People will enjoy it. Um, that's that's what makes me so lovable. Uh, Aguiar, seven and one, five submissions. Been submitted once. He's won seven straight fights. So he got submitted in that, by my math, he got submitted in his pro debut and then he's won seven straight. However, he's not fought since July of 2021. He is a regional champion or was five years younger than Fajera or Fajaya plus 203. Is it Ferreira or Fajaya? It's Fajaya and Aguilar. <laughs> I, I like Aguiar better. That's yeah, fine. you just gotta Aguilar. delete the you in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know do you know Ferreira's nickname is Gato? Yes, which means cat. Yes, very good. See, Dan must have been using one of our sponsors that I'm gonna talk about soon. Um, he's eleven and one. Did you know that? With ten I knockouts. Did. I did. Ten knockouts, never been finished in a fight. One no one contender series. So he's one of the gentlemen who they have invited back this year. He's won five straight fights, three inches of height on Aguiar. Aguilar? Aguilar. Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> Minus, I already forgot. Minus 263. You're going chalk here, is my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like Fajeda quite a bit here. Uh, uh, you're saying it wrong now. Yeah, you got me saying it wrong. He's one of the guys who beat the one of the Chinese contender series, or the Chinese uh, um, performance institute guys. Yeah. yeah, last year. And I think he looked not that good because uh Quilon Kui it was one of those guys who like I, I think was very athletic and very fast and kind of surprised people um and it's actually gone on to win his fight on road to the UFC which is uh p- pretty respectable as well so like Fajeda is is 
good with the hands, obviously, by all those knockouts. But he actually wound up winning that fight by going to his grappling in the third round because he's got good top pressure and good abilities to, like, push the pace on the ground, pass his guards well. I'm going to just be honest with you. The way I see Jesus Santos Aguilar is he's a Hail Mary submission specialist. Um, he wants you to shoot a takedown and he's going to ju- try to jump on the guillotine. And if he doesn't get it, he's going to try to readjust for the guillotine from the bottom. And if he doesn't get that, he's probably going to lose. Um, and, and with Fajeda, I just think he's smart enough to stay out of the guillotine and he's going to win this fight without getting guillotined. So that's the key. Stay out of the gu- guillotine. If, if he stays out of the guillotine, I, I can't imagine he loses this one. So if you are one of those people who's on Jesus Santos Aguilar, like, just don't bet the dog money. Bet bet the sub prop, too, because it's worth it. Um, but no, Fajeda here is is the right play. So if you're in his corner, you would just be yelling at, stay out of the guillotine. I mean, I, I just it's, think it's he's probably better than most corner work. I think he's probably just not going to shoot a takedown. Because uh, I think he's going to win on the feet anyway. Yeah. Um, And, and it'd be smarter, yeah. especially being that, like, he kind of did the safe thing last time and didn't get the contract. So like keeping it on the feet this time happens to be the safe thing. And it's going to be the more entertaining thing. Okay. So, so far we got Amanda as a dog. And then we got Wang Kim favorite Fahara favorite. Let's see how we're moving to the co-main event. See what we go here. This is, we're moving up in weight now. Walter Waits, Emerin Gogoladze, not Gogoplata, Gogoladze versus Darius Flowers. And this one is at welterweight. As I said, let me tell you about Flowers first. Beast Mode is his nickname. He's 11-5-1, seven knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted four times, so he's been finished in all of his losses. He's won three straight fights, however, the last two via knockout or TKO. Used to fight up at middleweight. Uh, actually, recently, he's been fighting at middleweight. Plus 243 in this. Gogo Do you know what his nickname is, Dan? Uh, I interviewed him and I don't know his nickname. That's weird. The Sniper. Another. Sniper. Oh, I did know that. I did know that. My God. Well, we, we have to put a moratorium or whatever the, the expression is on, on these snipers, Dan. There's just too many snipers. We can't have that many snipers. It, it makes it a very dangerous playing field. <laughs> it does, sure does. Uh, let me tell you about this guy. Gogo Lodzi. It's a, his nickname should be Gogo. That's a good nickname. And people like lazy nicknames like that. Uh, he's 12 and 2, seven knockouts, three submissions, never been finished in a fight. Won three straight fights, all via TKO. He's a regional champ, or was. Four inches taller than Flowers, three years younger, minus 303. So a pretty sizable favorite. The biggest one we've hit so far. Yeah, and, and he's going to have a big size advantage. Like, Flowers is a, yeah. you know, 5'9", you know, has been middleweight. Over uh, middleweight? Yeah, middleweight. But but he's going to be a, a uh, you know, welterweight. But, like, he is a, a like, Gogo Ante, 6'2". You know, he's going to have five inches of height oh, on okay. this guy, yeah, yeah. despite the fact that he's an actual welterweight. And and really, the, the difference is, like, if you see the physique of, of Darius Flowers, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's that's why he's fighting at this weight class. Um, and, and the thing about Flowers to me is, like, if you watch him fight, he just throws, like, unholy haymakers nonstop until he's exhausted, which is usually about two seconds into the fight. Um, and Gogoladze... Yeah, I mean, he might love it, but Gogoladze here, like, throws really good combinations. He's a little bit sloppy sometimes on the entries, but, like, also, like, his ground game looks like all the other dudes you know from Georgia's ground games. You know what I mean? Like, he's a Marab Devalishvili. from Georgia. Does he have one of those accents? He he does not one of those. Goes to the Piggly Um, Wiggly? I don't think he goes to the Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) Um, I'll ask him next time I interview him, though. Uh, 
he, he, you know, he has like a Marab Devashvili or, or Ilya Tapuria type ground game where it's like good submission skills and really heavy top pressure. And like, he, he's just better in every way. Flowers' only chance is to catch him with a haymaker two minutes in. And, and I'd say after two minutes, Gogoladze can just do whatever he wants. Flowers looks like he could be a chunky guy that we enjoy. Is he he, he might be a chunky guy. At, at <laughs> Maybe not at welterweight. At welterweight? At middleweight, he looked he look like he might have been. He might still be at welterweight. He's 5'9". He's not tall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. Dan and I are tall, so we're we're making fun of you five nine people out there. Take that. Um, <laughs> Gogoladze minus three oh three. Boy, this is very he. You've gotten very Jeff Chalk's Fox over the last three picks. Minus two seventy five, minus two sixty three, minus three oh three. I think someone got his hand burned last week, and he's he's playing it smart this week. Well, I I think also too there these are just like not as close of fights as last week. Like last week, you know, we had the the Cartwright. Jose yeah. Johnson one was like plus 135 or something like that. We're getting like, they're all 200s and 300s. And there's a reason they're 200 300s. Yeah. So it's going to be a squat. Is this the squash week of contender series? Perhaps it might be, it, it yeah. might be to be completely honest. Yeah. Th- there's, a, there's some guys with some gaps. All right. Let's tell you about our final couple of sponsors here. Babbel new, our new sponsor of ours for most of us learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. As I told you last podcast, I took French all through high school, but uh, I do not know. Je ne sais pas was the main expression I relied on, and then I took Spanish, and I got a D in it. I did pass, though. So, And I think, Gumby, you know a billion languages, right? Uh, just a little dabblings of each, mostly. There you go. Dabblings of each. Now, you can get more than that, thanks to Babbel. The language learning app has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. That's how many people listen to our podcast as well. Uh, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language with Babbel. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I thought now that pretty much like pandemic stuff's over, we don't have to connect with our family in a deeper way anymore, do we? I, 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 I don't, I don't know. No, <laughs> we're, we're free to roam the streets now. Come on. Um, okay. What language would you pick Gumby if you were using this? What one do you I, want to learn more on? I, I want to learn a little bit more Dutch. And actually, okay. to be completely honest, I've always wanted to do like a, a Portuguese interview because I've done a couple of foreign yes. language ones, but I've never been able to do them without an interpreter. Yeah, uh, do Portuguese, and then you can tell me if it's really hey Ann or Ray <laughs> We need to know that. I don't know if Babbel can help us with that, though. But Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn new new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel's lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 28 money back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Plus, we're brought to you by Elias. It's almost the start of the NFL season, and everyone around SGPN are, is very excited about that. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you'll need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. 
Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. This app really is your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records. Expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing friends, all those important things there. Perfect for the preseason. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Elias is the most respected research team in the industry. Quality information is key. So I'm glad they created this app for accurate data and important context. Take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today with new features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. All right. Without further ado, main event time. Eduardo Neves, or is it Neves? I think he said Neves. It's Neves. No, it's Neves. Damn it. Why do I second guess myself? I'm so stupid. Uh, Michael Parkin. Did I get that right? You did. He's British. It's easy. But he, <laughs> Mick, though. Uh, he's Mick Parkin. Um, uh, just like that Jagger fellow, the Sir Mick Jagger. Um, Neves, what's his nickname, Dan? Um, Neves, I don't actually know that one off the top. I don't know a lot of the nicknames for guys. On the, oh, it's Bibizao, though, isn't it? Bibizao. B-B-Z-A-O. It's, it's, it's Bibizao. Bibizao. What does that mean? It, it means big baby. In <laughs> I approve. Is he a big baby, Dan? Does he cry I mean, he, in the cage? He, I think it's just because he looks like a he's a young guy, but he's huge. It's Bebe okay. Zhao. All right. Let me tell you about these guys. Let me tell you about the Brit first. We have a Brit champion again in the UFC. So maybe he will uh, he will take the uh, uh, the pride in that and he will he will win here. We shall see. Mick Parkin, five and zero with five knockouts. He's a regional champ. Two inches height on Neves, plus 180. Don't have much to tell you about these guys because they have not fought much. But Bazao, Neves, 5-0 and with five knockouts. Five years younger than Parkin, minus 220. So give us some context on these gentlemen and give us a pick, please. So the, the interesting thing about Parkin is that a lot of people, like, fancy that he's he's good on the mat um, because, like, he's he's got, you know, like, if you go back and watch his fights, like, there, there's clearly – Sometimes where he wins by like ground and pound and stuff like that. But I have seen some really awful grappling out of him, like some truly awful grappling. He fought this guy named Ashley Pollard, um, who is seven and eight in his career. And if I'm being straight, just like doesn't look like a heavyweight. I think he's just like was like way undersized to be fighting somebody like Parkin and like. Parkin shot a takedown and was immediately countered with a guillotine that the, that Ashley took right into mount. Um, so like I have huge concerns about like his, even his offensive grappling. And that's really the place where Nevis is, is weakest is like defending takedowns and being on his back because on the feet, he's really technically sound. He keeps his hands high. He's like one of the few heavyweights you'll see who like does stance switches well and uses feints. Um, you know, he doesn't keep his hands low. Like a lot of heavyweights do who are loading up on power. Um, when people try to clinch him up to get to those takedowns, he works out of it extremely quickly. It circles away. So like, I, I kind of like Bibishow here just to keep the distance, uh, light him up on the feet, do what he needs to, to defend the takedown attempts and, and probably, you know, win the heavyweight style fight, right? Heavyweights, going in there to knock people out. And, you know, I got, I think he's got the power to knock people out. I've seen some pretty good knockouts. Granted, with the exception of the last one in LFA, maybe not against the greatest competition, but the last one was good. 
So you go, Mr. Dan Chalks. Vreeland went chalk once again. So it's not his fault, people. He, he just picks them as, as he sees them. So uh, get in on these lines as soon as you can because they're going to be even more chalky by the time this podcast drops and people actually hear what their Gumby God uh, is picking for, for this event because he moves lines. He may not always win, but he does at the very least move lines. So, all right. Uh, um, which one did you whiff on this week? We're going to go back to you only being allowed to whiff on one fight per week. If I'm only so. allowed to whiff on one, I, I mean, like the easy thing to say is underdog. my, you know, my damn near two to one underdog is is yeah. one to miss. But if I was going to miss one of the favorite ones, I'll be honest, like it wouldn't surprise me if Fajeda shot the bad takedown that I mentioned and in, in Santos Aguilar gets that guillotine. Because I will yeah. say this, you know, I, I knocked that he was like a uh you know a home run hitting threat with with just like only a guillotine and nothing else the guillotine's good it's really good um but like you know when that's your only threat like it's that's that's not enough to be in the ufc um you can't be cody mckenzie right um so yeah like cody mckenzie can be but no one yeah, else can be. can yeah can can he is he not bare knuckle boxing by now he feel like he'd be uh, bare knuckle boxing yeah i yeah, no, I don't think so, but I'm not positive. But yeah. Yeah. But so maybe that. Maybe the the Hail Mary guillotine. Okay. Fair enough. Who's getting contracts? Everybody. Um, well, I mean, heavyweights always get them, right? Yeah. Uh, Harrison Harrison Ferreira uh is gonna be a guy who's now won twice in the contender series. It'd be shocking not to get him in there. Um, you know, Gogolade, I think they're gonna salivate over. Like I, I think he's just like an easy one. I could see Joshua and Kim winning a decision where he like gave up some dumb positions and didn't get the finish and, and gets left out in the cold, especially because he's got only a five in one record. That's one of those ones where Dana's like, he's, he's young. He'll, he'll get a couple more yeah, wins. Exactly, see yeah. back here. Um, I think he's going to make the UFC one day, just not now. Um, is one of his favorite ones. So I could see Josh Wayne. Yeah, I could see Josh Wayne Kim doing something stupid just enough on the mat to <laughs> not get the finish and then get left out. Um, and then if, if the, the straw weight fight goes the distance, whoever wins is not getting a contract. They're just not exciting enough to like be the type no. to do that. Um, unless Amanda gets the finish, like I think she could see, uh, hear that Josh. Don't do something stupid. Make, don't make Gumby look smart here. Don't do something stupid. All right. Um, I guess you, the top turtle, I was going to ask if any of these guys are on top turtle, but top turtle will not. Be. Oh, actually you have one of them on last week, right? I did have Amir on Gogolade on last yeah, week. Okay. Yep. And then, um, no, I have some, my next episode, which will be out, uh, might be out early this week with there being no UFC, uh, no like research to do on an upcoming UFC event. Um, but there'll be a couple of con- future contender series guys on too. Um, Blake B- Builder and Roybert Echeverria. You're making names up again. But Blake Builder? You don't believe? Yes. Blake, Blake the Builder? Blake the Builder? builder. <laughs> Blake the builder. And what about Roybert? Do you love the first name Roybert? Roybert, yeah, that's very classy. He shouldn't be a fighter. He should be yeah. a um, a uh, living in a castle off his parents' money. Yeah, that's not the case. He is a uh, political refugee from Venezuela, which is, makes that conversation super interesting. So you're gonna want to oh. listen to that. Can I call him Hoybert? Can I pretend he's from Brazil? No, he's he's very very proud of his Venezuelan heritage. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Fine, fine. I, I like to just paint everyone with the Brazilian brush, but I know it's it's not fair. It's you like, could be like one of those Nelk boys and just give him a, uh, uh, what was it, a luchador mask? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. 
Well, we still don't really know who those guys are, right? I I have no clue other than that one guy has now given Marlon Vera a luchador mask and been slapped by Nate Diaz. And that's literally all I know him from. (laughs) That's more than that's two more things than I know. Um, Finally, this probably should have been on last episode, but um, why would someone want to watch UFC 278 with the Gronks? They were advertising to watch it with the Gronks. Why would why would a same person want to do that? I'm going to just say this because uh, because I'm going to be a little bit critical of ESPN's programming. ESPN <laughs> decided to do the Manning cast for for football. Right. It, yeah. it, it, and, and it was brilliant. It's great. I don't know if you've ever listened to it or if you're an American football fan or whatever, but like it's amazing. It's really fun to listen to. They have all kinds of weird celebrities on from all different walks of life. And it sounds like you're you're in their living room watching football with them, which is fun because they're knowledgeable about football. They've got tons of stories about football, but you feel like you're sitting in their living room and the ESPN was like, Oh, they like it when we put two famous guys on an alternative (laughs) broadcast. And then they were like, you know, who's personable a rod. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Him too. Right. Yes. He's, he's not though. No. What if we put him with, who who can we get famous to be with him? How about a broadcaster? The whole point is it's not a broadcaster. <laughs> so like then yep. they give you A Rod and Michael K and it's dry. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's real bad. So uh, I, I, I don't think, think the Gronks were dry, were they? I'm sure they weren't. I didn't watch it, but like no, the UFC or the ESPN just keeps going back to that well, and they need yeah. to realize that like the Mannings are not everybody else. They're better. No, <laughs> they're better than you. Their name should be Roybert. <laughs> that's the fifth that's it, it, the fourth manning after cooper yeah the roybert manning yes it's true. which i know i know we've already gone too long here but i'm just going to quickly <laughs> mention this too cooper manning the third manning brother do you know he yeah. has his own espn podcast right now no way it's called really? soup with coop it's him oh, and a famous God. person eating a bowl of soup together <laughs> see it, it, it doesn't uh, i used to be kind of proud to have a podcast but yeah not, not anymore if, if if that's a thing so soup with everybody coop. has a podcast Dan. soup with coop <laughs> Let's let's leave everyone on that uh, delightful note. Get in our Discord, um, everyone now. Well, actually now, yeah, you can get in there now. Jong's at least in there talking, uh, maybe to himself, but he he's always in there. Um, get in there for Tuesday night, and we can talk some fights for this contender series. And you can either tell Gumby how great he is, or you can um, try to talk him off off of the ledge. Um, what else can you do? You can follow us on SGPN MMA on Twitter, Jeff Fox Writer on Twitter. Gumby Vreeland on Twitter. You can read her stuff at sportsgamepodcast.com. You can read my MMA stuff at moneymma.substack.com. Um, you can give us a review. We're still giving away a $50 gift card. Maybe we'll make it the end of August. We'll be our cutoff. We'll randomly pick someone who's given us a review. And we'll give you a $50 gift card to sportsgamepodcast.com slash store. So you get some amazing gear and look super cool. Super, super cool. So get those reviews. And I think that is it. Do you have anything else you need to say? No, I think you got it all. All right. We'll be back Wednesday with a non-UFC podcast. Wednesday and Thursday. We'll, we'll have some fun. If you have questions or topics you'd like us to cover over the next three pods, let us know. Um, we'll definitely give you some winning picks uh, for some regional stuff. Um, well, well, we'll shoot the breeze. Who knows what will come up? We'll, we'll figure out something to do. Uh, until then, I will remain Jeff Hoybert Fox. He will remain Gumby Vreeland, and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Hopefully, he's Gumby God by then. Bye.